Let's go back to our childhood a little bit. How would you feel if you had a kid just like you? No one was posting bikini pictures when they were 13. I always felt guilty that I didn't like kids as much as others did. I was like, ew, boy, go away. I have to go to dance. I was bullied very badly in like middle and high school. <laughs> so Jonas, I love you. Well now you're married yeah. with a child on the way, but Harry Styles, what's up? <laughs> Roll in, roll in. Let me get comfortable. Roll in on the rim. As I start, <laughs> as I start. Whoa. River. I don't even know what like note that was. Was that like a baritone or a tenor? Which one's lower? <laughs> I'm an alto. Yes. So. Oh, so am I. Are you really? Yeah. I'm an alto two, though. An alto? Are you an alto <laughs> two or an alto one? I don't remember any. I don't know. I have no idea. I want to be a soprano. I want to hit the Mariah Carey note. <laughs> oh, I know. But can you? No. Oh. It doesn't sound I want to be I a mean, soprano. I mean, I can, but it doesn't sound good. You're like, I want to be a soprano, but you're not, so... <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Girls, guys. <laughs> We're in I'm Raquel. I'm Natasha. Switch it. I'm Raquel. I'm Natasha. And we are in her humble new abode. Yes. It's so sad because Raquel and I have both obviously been quarantined and like now we're out in the wilderness. Like you can even, if you're watching on YouTube, we're like jungle hair. Like <laughs> I just put my hoodie on to get comfortable so that we feel like we're all like, you know, sitting yeah. here and having a chat together. But we feel super awkward like being in front I'm of like, each other. <laughs> Real. I mean, we've seen each other, but I haven't seen her for like two or three weeks. I know, but we've never like spoken or have a conversation like in front of each other. So it's super On weird. Camera. I think it's like having eye contact with each other for such a long period of I know. time too. Because it's like, hey, look I'm into like, my soul. Look at those eyelashes. <laughs> I know. Yours too. Oh, well, mine aren't real. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you guys enjoyed episode 13, 12, all of them. If you haven't checked them out, you should, obviously. Um, and we're, we're going to have a little bit of a therapy session today. Natasha wants to get deep, so let's go. We don't... Also, we're recording this before our Thursday Instagram Live, so we're on a bit of a time crunch. So we're just going to get into it. I feel like there's going to be a um, body language person watching, and she's going to be like, she was really uncomfortable at this moment in time. She's pulling on her left ring. That's my I right think hand. you're too influenced by the Jada Pinkett and Will Literally! Smith. Can you please, can you brush up on that a little bit? We were watching a video before getting onto this where we were like trying to brainstorm. What's the word? Entanglement. Entanglement. You guys need to watch it for yourself. And you let us know what the entanglement means to you. Because and my, my friends were all saying, we have an entanglement with Harry Styles because we're obsessed with One Direction. Yeah. I was like... That's me. That's my entanglement. Everybody talk. Sorry, we're going. We're going in circles here. But Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have always been known. It's kind of been out in the open, but never confirmed that they might be swingers or have like this kind of open relationship. And so I guess they finally had this. What was the talk? The again? round table talk because the guy that she cheated on cheated if it, it, whatever Will Smith with <laughs> entangled herself with. You mean? Yeah. Came out and was like, I had a relationship with Jada. And everyone was like, whoa, 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 and all this. And Jada basically was like, I did it, and I'm proud, and I found happiness in myself. And Will just <laughs> sitting there like. They're literally having a conversation about her cheating on him 
to each other. So and the rest of the world. Raquel is is Will. I'm Jada, and I'm just like I cheated on your ass, and I'm proud of it. Like I'm okay with and it. And Will's just like. It's, you have to zoom in on that face. You got it. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta watch it. By the way, we tried to set up three camera angles. That wasn't working, so we're on one right now. But anyways, we're it's united. Fine. So let's dive deep. We're going back to like childhood and stuff. And of course, we've brought it up many times on the podcast that both of us are dancers. We competed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Don't want to <laughs> go down that lane too much, but I wanted to ask Raquel when you were younger. Yes. How did you picture your life like when you? turned about 30 years old like when you were in your 30s like what did you imagine your life to be and I'm not just talking about just career but like did you see yourself being married did you see yourself with like 10 kids like what was your her face sorry I said 10 kids in her face so yeah tell us I okay I don't know if I'm a freak well I am a freak we all know I'm a little weird um but I never I wasn't that little girl who was like drawing out her wedding and coloring herself in a wedding dress. I was picturing myself dancing on Broadway or mm-hmm. hosting a TV show. Like even when I was little, I would I was putting on shows for my family whenever I could and I was my parents always, you know, were so great and supportive and we would always go see shows and and that when they came down here and I remember I saw Wicked when I was really young and I was like oh, I saw yet to see Glenn, it. What? Because mm-hmm. Glinda is in the sparkly dress and she's the, and I it was just everything I needed in my life and I was like that's it I'm gonna be on Broadway you know or whatever, um, but I I I wasn't the person that was picturing themselves you know with ten kids married or like anything. having a family yeah and- no I mean obviously. My parents have been together since they were like 13. Ew, gross. I know. I mean, <laughs> that's a long time. I'm always like, how did you stand? How have you, how have you like standed, stood each other? How did you stand each other for, for so this, long? For so long. <laughs> Seriously. Because everyone I met when I was 13, I, they were so annoying. Like all the boys. I was like, ew, get away from me. So, but I was never that person. Like I didn't date in middle school or high school. Right. I was so danced. Anyone was like, where's Raquel? At dance. What right. do you got to do? I'm at dance. Or I'm, And then what, we've talked about this before. When I got older, I was I have an audition. I'm, I'm going away for this weekend for dance. So I was never sitting around with my friends like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Like, yeah. I only went to homecoming once. I went to prom. Me and all my friends went together. It just wasn't like I was just waiting to get out of high school. I, it's, I, it's funny because my situation is super similar to like it you saying it it just reminds me of myself which it's like it's so ironic because I would think like sorry I'm totally like putting you in a box but if I met Raquel for the first time I would have imagined her being a little bit more of like the I want a wedding dress and that kind of a girl like at first glance I guess yeah like that's just judging at first glance but then like obviously getting to know each other like yeah. we've, we've found that we have like a lot more in common and all this stuff And so I was the same way. Like, I wasn't drawing the wedding dress or anything. And, like, I don't know. I guess I kind of shamed myself for it a little bit. Like, when I got older, because I felt like, wow, like, why am I so different? I always kind of felt like. Like, why why do I feel like so many other girls want to be, like, married and have kids? And, like, why do they like children? And why do they like babies? And I always felt like, I I didn't know I was going to go into the baby talk, but here we are. Wow. No, but, like, even, like, when my mom's friends would, like, ask me to babysit their kids, like, I was, like, ugh, like, and I know that, I know Raquel's a little bit different because, like, she taught kids. I was going to just say, I didn't, like, even picture myself, not 
not being married or having kids. But when I was teaching and I was teaching them and watching them, I, I taught for eight years, nine years, nine years. So taught dance. So this is the first year since I was 18 I haven't taught because of everything. And so, I mean, I would say the past couple years is when I was like, okay, like, I guess. I mean, I love kids. I lo- they're, like, when I was younger, I was like, mm, I'm good. Like, like, could you babysit kids when you're younger? I didn't. I mean, I didn't babysit because I was always freaking dancing. Right. So I literally didn't even babysit. But like, even if you if you were given the chance, like, would you like it or you'd be like, eh. I, no, I feel like it wasn't even that. I feel like I wouldn't even trust myself to uh, like <laughs> take care of a child if I was like 13, 15. Don't I ever count? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, no, I always no, right now. I watch all my my right. little cousins and everything. But no, for sure. I mean, I was super immature also too, just mentally. Not 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 like mentally you're, like, yeah you're um what's the word uh like uh late bloomer yeah I, was I wasn't I mean I wasn't again like I I guess I didn't like date or anything in high school so maybe that's why but it, I wasn't even interested I was like ew a boy go away I have to go to dance peace that's so funny like that was so yeah, you were just I feel like you were just a late bloomer in general so like things that maybe happen for other people sooner it just happened for you later which yeah in a lot of cases, like, or in a lot of ways, I can relate to, to a certain extent, though, I wasn't, I guess, I was definitely more aware, and I definitely had, like, my crushes and stuff when I was already, like, 10 years old. I mean, I, mean, I, liked, I never, right. I like Jesse McCartney and yeah. Joe Jonas. The, <laughs> I was a magazine. Even still then, I wasn't like, ew, you're, bye. Like, right. <laughs> but you didn't have, like, a Jesse McCartney in school. You had, no, like, a Jose okay. or something we like had, that. We had no Jesse, we had Jared or whatever. Like, there was no Jesse McCartney in school sorry <laughs> see even then I was like mm, the pretty one like but at well, school there wasn't that I definitely liked a little bit prettier looking too when I was younger and then it kind of changed like over time I had different phases I guess looking back even if I go and like look at my friends now like I can't say I don't know where I got this idea that I'm so different because it's like I meet you and you had a similar story to me then I had like other friends that like I don't remember them being like oh my gosh on my wedding day so like I don't know where this idea came from that like so I don't know maybe I guess in the media like from seeing yeah. shows on like TV, say yes to the dress and probably like, I dreamt of this moment my whole life and I'm like I didn't I mean I guess we could blame Disney for it too how many t- people say that I, I mean, mean everybody's I was dreaming of myself on the red carpet like straight <laughs> up I'm not even I'm not even joking right my friends will say as long as they've known me middle high school I was always like I'm gonna be on the red carpet I'm going to be hosting something I will see you there like that was what I, I was see you there. About. Like, see you, bye. See you never. That's what I was talking about, seriously. Right. And and my friends, of course, were always like, oh, yeah, whatever, but hi. Did your friends growing up have that same mentality, like, of, I don't, I'm, I don't really care that much about, like, getting married and having kids? Or did you have, like, friends growing up around you that were like, oh, I really want, like, a family and, like, four kids? No, I mean. Or, like, or, like you get in the relationships and they're, like, the ones that are, like, I want like two boys and one girl like no no I don't my friends weren't like that like my my friends I grew up with my two best friends were are geniuses so first of all they were in all AP classes their number one focus was school my number one focus was dance so we weren't even and one of them is is married now she's the one who just got married but I mean they didn't date in high school either we weren't talking about that stuff like I don't know I wasn't I feel like also back then, social we didn't have social media. It wasn't such right. a thing. No one was posting bikini pictures when they were 13. Like, we yeah. were still... 
you Drop know. a photo of us at 13 right here in the middle. No, ew. I was braces, glasses, like. Oh, so was I. Yeah, I was well, like no, so, glasses, so scrawny because I've danced a million hours. <laughs> like, I, it just, it was a completely different time. Now I look at my, my, my cousin who's 14 and I'm like, you're a model. Like, oh, yeah. what? It's like the norm now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have, fr- I don't know. I didn't have friends that were talking about that. But again, I was right kind of a not a I wasn't cool and popular in high school or <laughs> middle school or whatever so right well I'm sure even even the cool and popular I'm sure like not all of them had that same experience either I I that's a funny thing like I don't know where this assumption came from that it's like you're kind of like meant to be that way or like as a girl you're you would assume that you'd be like really into kids and like really into marriage and I'm not saying you personally yeah. like even me myself like I always felt guilty that I didn't like kids as much as others did and so, of course, like, obviously, the older you get, and this even applies to any young people listening now who might not, who are probably, like, even anti-marriage and anti-whatever because everybody's, like, so independent now. Yeah. Um, I've always been that way. So I think maybe that's why I just never, yeah, you know, thought of, like, was that yourself in, like, per- fairytale yeah. situation. And, well, like, I'm Disney right. unicorns all the way, but I just never was, like... Like, I didn't watch Cinderella, and I was like, oh, my God, I want my Prince Charming. Right. I watched Cinderella, and I was like, oh, my God, I want her sparkly dress. Like, that was me. <laughs> and I was probably, like, I was, like, the resentful one. I was like, oh, what a bitch that aunt she is. And I was like, watching, like, <laughs> Little Mermaid, and I was like, she's on a new adventure and grew legs and is God singing. Damn. Like, that was me. I wasn't like, Prince Eric, hey. <laughs> Prince Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, the now- French chef. <laughs> Le poisson, how I love. <laughs> right and now now i'm like hey prince eric what up but right oh my yeah. god if only they could be like real life right that's so funny yeah i mean but. i was not that was not me like i yeah I'm, even like my sister's not that way either so that's okay so that was gonna be my next question you both having a family a household because i didn't grow up in a household where it was the married parents or the couple or this you know the family that everybody wants to have kind of thing mm-hmm. which no family is perfect. Doesn't matter yeah, what no, you say. But in your case, maybe from the outside, let's say if I knew you when I was 13 or something, yeah. and I see like, oh, you still have your parents together and you're yeah. still like one household. Why wouldn't you want that knowing that your parents are still together? I did not want that. I just didn't think about it. Like I, I, right. I have now, of course, when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, I'm not getting divorced like my parents like you know what I mean I'm you, you stick with that person I mean unless something awful happens and they cheat on you or whatever like bye right but I wasn't one of these kids first of all when I say I danced I was at dance Monday through Friday until 10 o'clock at night I was at dance at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning until 10 o'clock at night. And on Sunday, I was going into the studio for my solo lessons. So I literally didn't even have time to think about anything else. And I chose for my life to be like that. Like, my mom would always be like, are you sure you can handle it? You've got to, you've got to get all your homework done before you, I'm like, I'm I'm good. I I did it in school. Don't worry. Like, I already got it done. (laughs) But yeah, so I, I chose to have that be a certain way and and that was my that was my true love that was dance is my that was my first love everyone's like always like what I was like who I was like no it's dance dance is it you're like myself (laughs) yeah seriously I mean I just wasn't I wasn't that I don't know I wasn't that person even my parents are who are still together and are the best they still are like hello like 
when are you t- the clock is ticking yeah and i'm like go away i think maybe because you just didn't have like i guess i don't want to call it failing but like that's the best way to put it like something like failing or like not working in front of you so you just didn't yeah. have anything i mean to i was definitely a sheltered sheltered kid like, right that was 100 percent, which is fine you know you want to have your kids be in a safe area and protected and think everything is unicorns and butterflies but man when you work in the entertainment and music industry let me just tell you you're like you have some shit happen and you're like what yeah the hell you get a rude awakening don't learn about this shit like i i remember like i had told you this story before i remember going into college and my two best friends went to uf together they lived together so they were together and they're geniuses and smart and amazing and I went to FAU when I told you guys I made the deal with my parents about going to school for two years and then I would move to LA, blah, blah, blah. And I was making new friends. I had friendship things happen and, I, you know, people stabbed me in the back and I was like, I didn't deal with this. Like, I had my couple best friends that I grew up with. Some of my friends I had, my best friend Sarah I've had since I was two years old. We met in Mommy and Me, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, I wasn't experiencing like that kind of stuff until I was older and I mean whatever but I was it it was one of those things that I took a step back and I was like what yeah like they don't tell you about these things and I I always say this now because when I look back at it I'm like I feel like I don't want my kids to like be so sheltered I want them to know that like to be young. shit gets real right but then again also with your kid and you want everything to be unicorns yeah and no of but. course you kind of keep yeah of course you you won't know until you get there I think yeah because it was the same my I mean my parents split up like I I don't have recollection of them together at all um and so my mom was I guess like the primary parent so like I was with her most of the time and then like every other weekend I would spend with my dad and with my mom I felt extremely sheltered in a lot of ways too I mean I definitely like found my ways I guess to like expose myself to things but I never did anything bad it was just a matter of like me like looking or reading or like find like going online or whatever it was that I did I mean I would I was on the computer a lot actually like like, as a kid so like I would like my dad showed me how to play like games on like Yahoo so like I'd go in there but then it was like there were chat rooms involved too and so I mean obviously like there's Sometimes I would open that door and it was, again, nothing crazy. Yeah. Just like, what was it? Like, you'd ask, like, for, like, the age name and what, I don't know what it was called. You guys know if you're, like, my age or older, but, um, yeah. So I, you know, I was exposed, but at the same time, it wasn't until I think, like, yeah, hitting, like, towards college time where, like, I started getting, like, a lot of rude awakening, too, of just, like, what, I guess, real life is. Real life, or, hit, yeah real hard (laughs) right or like or like meeting or starting to meet people that were like outside of where I was from and so like I guess just being exposed to like what life really is right which I mean everybody's gonna have a turn to grow up and in our case I also wonder sometimes too like I'm like oh if I were to have kids like would I shelter them so much too like I I mean probably not it's just a matter of being honest but like at a certain level right and a certain age too of course you're not gonna tell your eight-year-old like whatever the birds but, and the bees <laughs> yeah no i mean do you want kids now yeah i do but like sure. are you like oh i want like this money i mean i guess it depends how how hard I mean, the first one is uh, great because <laughs> i'm the firstborn so yeah my, i'm always like i don't know how you got another one up me because like <laughs> woo <laughs> woo no at least two i mean god willing because right. i had a sibling so i had someone to play with we beat up on each other and you yeah. know you you were basically an only child until a certain age yeah. so 
I always see that's the weird part. It's like I I don't like saying it because I obviously have a brother, but the thing is, he's thirteen years younger than I am, so I wasn't out of the house at thirteen, but I was like kind of already getting out of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you once I hit fourteen, yeah. I was like starting to go out with my friends, and so by that point, when I was getting into high school, he was still crawling on the floor. I was already like I got my license like a couple yeah. years later, so I was out the door. You know, so we are super close. We have a super good relationship, and you know whatever context you want to take that but yeah I mean I still text him from time to time he messages me like hey how are you whatever now he's a sophomore in high school and yeah I mean we just have a different dynamic because of that huge gap and he's just like a really mature kid too so he's like very calm and yeah I mean I'm a pretty calm person too but he's like really calm and like I don't know I, I don't know he's just he's not He's not one to like pick a fight with me. Like yeah. even if I wanted to pick a fight with him, he probably would be neutral. Like he's just not that kind of person. So I don't have like that cliche like relationship with your sibling. Yeah, like my here, my sister texted me. I mean, I love her. Now we get along. Now we're now that we both um, love K-pop, <laughs> we are <laughs> right together. You are one. Um, yeah. I mean, she's three and a half years younger, you know. So she was just like the annoying little sister. She's also right a genius guys she's so smart it's like sickening um I keep thinking of the story the other day when she was like I wouldn't say that because I'm <laughs> yes you can I mean you can say it so we're we were working on we're writing different like you know when you have a podcast you have to pitch different people for sponsors and stuff anyway I was working with my friend who who does PR to help write a, a pitch and she's like what's Natasha's background she meant work background, and without skipping a beak, a beak, a beat, I literally like, oh, she's Mexican, and she was like, that's really great that she is amazing, but what's her work background? And I was like, oh, and literally, I told my story, this story at dinner to my my mom, my dad, my sister, my whole family was there, and without even finishing, my dad and my mom both look up, and my dad goes, you said she was Mexican, didn't you? <laughs> My mom was like, I knew you were going to say it. Her background, yes, my background. And my sister was like, why would you do that? How is that even relative to what the conversation in the pitch is for? And I was like, I just think a different way than you, okay? Like, oh boy. Yeah, we we both have those moments all the time. I feel like we're very uh, prone to those kind of situations. Prickelism. Welcome to it. <laughs> when Natasha-ism. I was, when I was younger, I was such, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty perfectionist now, but I was more of a perfectionist when I was younger. So I was like not one to be caught with a mistake. And now I'm just like, eh, eh. Like, Whenever I, just, I start a, a sentence with, I have a question or... Um, hmm. My my whole family goes, oh no, here we go. <laughs> Without a beat, my dad goes, he won't even be paying attention. He just hears the, I have a question. And they go, oh, oh God, here we go. It's just one of those things. And I mean, I've had some pretty good ones. There was one time, there, <laughs> some good ones. there was one time where, oh boy, really embarrassing. We were in Ruby Tuesdays and my dad had given me like some ribs to taste or whatever. And they give you the hand oh, wipes. The hand wipes. Yeah. <laughs> I take the hand wipe out and I start doing it like this, like in the little square. Like I didn't know to open it. Stop. Up. Wait. So if you're listening, Raquel grabs un. She tears the hand wipe paper open. She takes the hand wipe in the shape of the square, and then she starts to slowly like wipe the palm of the hand. With the square, because she didn't know she could, like, unravel the wipe. Jesus Christ. 
Raquel. <laughs> really? She was like, oh, this is small just for me. And my whole family. It's my Polly Pocket wife. <laughs> Literally Polly Pocket. Hello. That's my brain. Oh, my God. And my, I remember my parents. They still are like, hey, I want to know what happened. With, I was like, really? like With the, with the wife still? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And how old were you when this happened? I was like 13. Oh, okay. I was like I wasn't first time. Little. <laughs> I wasn't little. <laughs> I wasn't like a baby. Like, <laughs> I wasn't a baby anymore. How would you feel if you had a kid just like you? <laughs> I mean, I'm fun and awesome. So. Would you like love yourself or would you drive yourself crazy? <laughs> no, I, I feel like I feel like I would understand completely. You would understand. This being because no one understands me. Yeah, but you don't think you would get like in the nastiest fights? Like, if you both are, like, the same? I mean... Because <laughs> earlier I was asking her, who do you, who do, does she identify herself with more? Like, who do, like, people My that grandpa. know her, like, say, oh, you're most like so-and-so. You're most like your mom. You're most like your dad. And you said... I think my dad. But I'm fully my grandpa. <laughs> So like, <laughs> no wonder, twins. no wonder. What did what did Eric say the other day that you were like the the guy from Up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like your grandpa. <laughs> can we put balloons like over her head? <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can. He's gonna be so happy with that. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm just. But let me. I was completely different person. Really. And, and I was I was bullied very bad badly in like middle and high school mm. because I had come well especially middle school because I had come. Even in elementary school, I was bullied. I was, like, pushed headfirst into a desk when I was little in kindergarten. For what? Just because. There's a mean girl. Yeah, in her class. Oh, girl did it to you? Yeah. And then uh, I was bullied in really, really heavily in sixth grade because I had come from a different uh, elementary school than everyone else. And then everyone just, like, stuck with it. And so I, I anytime there's, like, a bully. So that's why I got all the cyberbullying and everything. I'm just like, oh, hell no. Like, mm-hmm. even... I was always like the older sister when I taught dance and like whenever my kids had an issue I was like who do I literally need to bring their neck because <laughs> this is not okay yeah I mean I I was very quiet I even in dance I was very quiet I was very focused I I mean my mom had to I remember this girl who rode the bus who rode the bus with me um she was super mean and she was bullying me my mom like had to flip out on her and I was like yeah really because yeah, like I wasn't even do anything. I didn't even talk to these people. What did your mom just, say to, to the mom? The mom. Your mom spoke to the little girl or like the parents. This was middle school, so we weren't not babies. Little, right? But this was like seventh grade too, or eighth grade. This we were not little. I don't remember what she said, but she was just you know she. No, but she spoke to her. Yeah, yeah. Directly. Yeah. And then did she ever mess with you again? No, we didn't like speak. She, she also lived down the street from me. Like, it yeah. was one of those things where we were friends and then she yeah, got... Yeah, but thank God. Okay, well, obviously she got the point when mom came yeah, into the she literally, well, Yeah, because I would tell her, you know, everything that oh, was going God. on. I mean, I honestly... Wow, this really is like therapy. It's one of those things <laughs> where you block those things out of your memory because it was just so... Mm-hmm. That's why I'm... I'm. It's funny because Eric also said this. I'm an insecure person. Mm-hmm. I'm an insecure, confident person. If that makes sense. It's like uh, it's contradicting, but in right. I'm very secure and confident with work and my job. Right. But outside type of thing, mm-hmm. or or even when you know you have the haters messaging you. We've talked about all this stuff. Obviously, right. that that plays into an insecure situation. So, I think too like it's always like, oh, why don't you have a boyfriend or what? Blah, blah, blah. So that makes you insecure too because right. you're like, why don't I? I mean, mm-hmm. I know I don't because I hate everyone and I. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, You're work, like, bye. But right. I went from being this very shy person who didn't really talk and, and, but my, but my core group of friends when I was with them, I was very goofy and loud. Right. And then transitioning into going to school for journalism. And I mean, honestly, when I got to college, I, I became a whole different person. Right. Like I became the person that my good friends and family knew yeah. outwardly. Because I was finally like, I don't care. Why do I care? Right. Why do I care? Well, yeah. I don't you, care. You, I mean, you obviously got to a point where you were just like, okay, I can be myself. Yeah. I mean, whatever. And I think that obviously has to do too with like Pulled maturing. Out. Obviously, mentally, too. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if I was immature and insecure and all that stuff, like, that plays into it, too. But, yeah, I finally got to the point. I was like, I hate all of you. Like, why do I even care what you think? <laughs> and and now everyone's like, you're so secure. You're so confident. You you literally are intimidating. You don't care what people think. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> Bye. If you don't like me, peace out. But then it's like, also, you have those insecures of yourself because you're so critical and that's where that comes in yeah, yeah. for our line of work whatever but yeah I mean no I mean I think it's at, at I think point, it's normal for care. I think for it's normal for everyone to have insecurities in any shape or form but of course it's like some are small and some are large in my case I was telling Raquel earlier that like luckily because you know I was like let's say protected by my mom and even like the relationship I had with my dad when I was young, like he always like would do fun things with me and like we would always like have a good time. So I was never presented any situations. Like I was really lucky that I wasn't really bullied or anything like that, but I definitely, that all attributed to me being very like sure of myself. And I was like a confident kid growing up. I was definitely, I consider myself not insecure, but I'm more introverted. So like I had my moments of like, yeah, I keep more to myself or like, I'd kind of shy away or or sometimes like my friends would be like I guess the ones that were more noticed than me and I would never understand why um or like guys would like my friends and not me and I'd be like why like and I would and I would never understand because I'm like I feel like me and my friend are the same like we're so similar like we always make the same jokes we do this and we're such similar people why do they like her and not me and so that was always kind of like my, I guess, insecurity in those times, but it never like stopped me from anything or I never kind of like, I never caved. I definitely would, I would be more outward if anything. So like if I had a crush on a guy and like I kept it to myself for so long and like all my friends knew, like I ended up telling him that I had a crush on him. Mind you, it was on like MSN chat. It wasn't right. to his face, but like I had the balls to like somehow say it, I guess. I literally would now. I'm just thinking about like being in high school and everything now. I was always this person that I was never interested in anyone in, in my school. I, I was always in dreamland. Like, I was always like, right. oh, Jesse McCartney, <laughs> Joe Jonas. Like, always. Like, I was like, those are the guys that, like, because I'm going to be in L.A., I'm going to be in Hollywood, I'm going to be in the entertainment industry. That's who I was paying attention to. Like, I, right. which is so funny because I'm still literally the same way. I'm like, Joe Jonas, I love you. Well, now Even you're married yeah. with a child on the way, but... Harry Styles, what's up? Like, you're like, here's my number. Call yeah, me. like it's it's just so funny how like things come to fruition because I've had so many people, you know, when you they see good things happening to you and you've been friends with them on Facebook, they're like, oh my god, like I know, you always said you were gonna do this and and you actually are. That's always the number one thing I think people say to me. Like, no one thought you had it in you. I'm like, well, I thought I had it in me. Right. And that's all I really. That's, that's all, all it that takes, matters. you know. Yeah. And even my best friend Jordan, the one he, the one who lives in LA, we met when we were 18, folding flannels, working at Abercrombie and Fitch. And he said to me, "I'm gonna be the next Ryan Seacrest." And I said, "I'm gonna be the next Juliana Rancic." And 
we instantly were like, did we just become best friends? And we did. And 10 years, nine years later, flash forward. And we still talk about it this, to this day. Like people still are reaching out to him and me and wow, you guys said you were going to do this and, and be in this life and this career and you are. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, that's what I was always thinking about and that's why I am the way I am and right. where I am the way I am, obviously, you know. Well, and I think too that, I mean, obviously it's, it doesn't mean that you not getting into relationships and stuff because you were looking and shooting for the stars. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's meant to happen down the line. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean that, you know, just because it hasn't yet, like, maybe that's what is to come and... That's good that in a way you've kind of, I don't want to say preserved yourself because obviously like you've had relationships, but yeah. in a way you've kind of Failed. preserved yourself for like, no, something greater because yeah. that's where I think like in many ways in my case when insecurities would come out mm -hmm. would definitely be when it came to guys because I'd be like, why don't they like me? Or like, I like this guy. Why doesn't he like me back or whatever? And that was always kind of my thing. And then, um, yeah, I mean, there were many different things. Like my mom would always give me lectures on like what it is that I was maybe missing or doing wrong. And, and, and not to say that there's any formula, but like I was more the kind of girl where I was, I was too much about being myself that I was like, I don't give a fuck. So I was like too much like that. You had a rebellious of, stage. I was definitely rebellious, <laughs> especially like high school. And yeah. it was like. I mean, looking back, if I was walking around in a hoodie with my pants and, like, I wasn't wearing the skirt like most of the other girls, I was wearing pants with my hoodie up and, like, basically not showing my face. I mean, like, who's going to like me like that? And, again, not to say, like, you can't be liked. I mean, of course you can, and, and I did. I mean, I people did like me even when yeah. I was like that, but they're obviously not the person that I ended up marrying, right? So right. it's like, you know, I it's funny because now when I go – we're both talking about like kind of going back in the past and like how things are now or if it's the same or if it's different. I always ask Andrea, my fiance, like, would you, do you think like if we were to have met, like if we were like the same age and like we were like both like kind of going to high school and if we met like around that same period of our lives, would we have like even connected? And he's like, no, like I don't think. No, you didn't talk to people. No, like we wouldn't have connected. Like if he saw me the way that I was, like, and again, it's it's not that I'm wearing a hoodie now because like this is me. This is me yeah. when I feel the my most comfortable. But I mean, obviously, like my hair is out. I have my makeup on. I have my little hoops. I mean, I wore hoops then too, but I wouldn't wear makeup sometimes. And yeah, if he saw me out like that, like he wouldn't be attracted to me. Like that's just the truth. It's and it's kind of messed up to say and admit. But like, I mean, I don't know. At the same time, I met him in like basically gym clothes. So I don't know who's to say. Yeah. Who's to say. <laughs> I mean, I was also I totally was the like. <laughs> The ugly duckling, <laughs> ugly duckling kid. I had braces and glasses until senior year of high school. And I remember, like, basically, so senior year, I, like, walked in the first day and everyone was like, who dat? And I was like, you didn't like me from before, so bye. Like, no. Right. And I, I remember people started, like, you know, ch chatting or whatever. I AIM or whatever. AIM, right? yeah. Or, the, oh, no, BBM. That's what we had because everyone in the Blackberries. So we, yeah. everyone's BBMing. And that's when, you know, all – and I was just like – go away like I was just not yeah about it see and that's and I like that too because in that sense at least you like stood your ground even then yeah I was I was the opposite so it's like I had so much confidence in myself in like so many ways like that but like too rebellious where like it kind of bit me in the ass like I had to mature a lot in that way over the years especially like in the last few years I've matured a lot because I was that person that I was so rebellious that like I wouldn't get what I wanted either 
because okay. I rebelled too much. So, so like, it was like a double. Even though they canceled was, each other out. Yeah. So like when I was on dance team, like I was so like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But I need to care if I want them to put me front and center in the right. routine, let's say. So like since I was so like, uh, uh, whatever, like attitude, they didn't want to deal with my attitude. So and now that me. I think back teaching, I literally was like in the back. You're in the back if I had a kid right. like that. Because and I so I, that's that's kind of like, I mean, I, I didn't get sent to the back. I mean, with the jazz routines, I was like, that's fine. But hip hop, I needed to be like front and center. And they'd always put me like breaking the center. Like I was splitting the center. And that's like, the worst whatever but well so maybe she did torture me like that for a reason yeah um yeah no it bit me in the ass so like down the line my mom would always tell me like bring your teacher's gifts do this do that and I would like not get it through my head like I was like ew no I don't want to be a suck up ew no and I don't and like now I totally get it like it's like if if you're listening and if you were anything like me in the past and you still are like that trust me listen like, you yeah. don't have to be a total suck-up, and you don't have to be totally fake. Like, that was my biggest thing. Like, I don't want to be a fake person. I'm not a fake person today. Definitely not. I'm very real. If you watch my Instagram stories, you yeah. see I'm very honest. But uh, in situations when it comes to anything where you might gain something, whether it's your career, whether it's whatever, networking in general, networking, literally, networking in general, I mean, you got to put a smile on. You got to – that's yeah. just what you have to do to get yourself – wherever you need to go so yeah even if you're in an environment where you're working with people that you freaking hate or this the person is an idiot or whatever it is you know and I'm not even talking about your higher-ups I'm talking about even like your colleagues no and I and I say this because I've worked in hospitality and so they're mm -hmm. um but even in those moments you got to just like take a deep breath and just you know kind of mute them out and hey how are you right like You just, you got to do it. It's so hard for me to be fake. It really is. It's super, oh, it's because so hard I'm, for me. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm jaded by the industry yet, but I've just been through hell and back with everything. And so by the time, like now I'm just like, I think the biggest takeaway with, with any of it is just whether you're confident, you're, you're having insecurities, whether you are, you know, having a, this, in, this battle within yourself of yeah. like, okay, am I fake? I don't want to be fake and all this stuff. You just got to be you, but you got to be, you know, your best you. I was and just going to say. Your best yeah. foot forward in any of these situations, whether it's in school, whether it's with work, whether it's at home. I mean, I even. Relationship. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I treat it like that in a relationship too. Sometimes when you go, going back to compromise, when you sit there with a person and you ask yourself, do you want to be in a fight for the next two days or you just want to get over it and move on? I mean, sometimes you got to just suck it up, take that deep breath and be like, okay, put the smile on and you get yeah. over it. So. It same applies into anything else when it comes to, you know, all this stuff that we're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think I totally forgot what I was going to, what my point was with that one. I Biggest had a good one. take away. Oh, um, yes. Okay. I remember now. I remember my thoughts. So, <laughs> no. So, yes, the biggest takeaway I think is just being your best you, putting your best foot forward in any situation and, most importantly, you never know, which my mom would always tell me this. You never know if you're ever going to deal or face that person again in your life. They could just show up, you not knowing. You can see the person that you hated in high school. And trust me, I hated many people in high school. 
you could see the person that you hated the most in high school and somehow you end up on the same team in a job, right? Yeah. How many times, even both my parents have told me this, right? I mean, obviously from experience, duh. Um, the world and, it and happens. the universe is very small. It happens. That's all I've got to say. And I mean, even now with social media being, you know, us being big on social media and, and have a decent following, you never know what's going to come back and bite you in the butt. You never know, you know, what's going to, who you're going to meet. I mean, I've met, this is like one of the biggest stories. So we, when we met Jamie from Ultra, like when I brought her into the station, mm-hmm. everyone's like, how did you know Jamie? I was like, I met her five years ago on a rooftop in LA. Mm-hmm. Like, and we kept in contact and then I got a job at an EDM radio station and you know, it, it, right. there you go. So the universe, I 100% my hippy dippy side, <laughs> the universe puts people in your life for a reason, even if you don't know what that is at the moment and 99% of the time you have no clue why they are put into your life, but it's always to be taught a lesson. Uh, 2000%. I can honestly say the past three months of my life, that has been the biggest mm-hmm. situation with all the crazy stuff with the social media and, and just everything going on. I mean, that is the biggest, I think, lesson that I've, I've learned why a lot of people were put in my life and that they should be out. No, and it applies to many people. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, these girls that I hated from high school or whatever, like if we were to be, you know, put into a situation down the line and my mom would always be like, you never know if you might have to face them again. I'm like, I won't face them again. That was always my yeah. reaction. And then now, obviously, you know, whatever years later, I'm like, yeah, no, that could definitely happen. And you don't want to burn those bridges for sure. At this point, for me, high school was such a long time. I mean, I it wasn't that long ago. Next year is my 10-year reunion. But for me, it was so long ago. And it seems like a different lifetime ago. And I was a completely different person. Right. That, I mean, my friends are, I, I, I'm to the point where my friends are like, oh, do you remember this person from high school? I'm like, no. We knew them. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm totally that person. They're like, they just had a baby. They just got I'm remarried. And I'm like, okay, cool. I have a red carpet don't next care. week. I don't right. know, really. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. But We're not. Yeah. You're like, not interviewing them. You're interviewing other people. I'm interviewing Martin Garrett. <laughs> you're so. doing your research on other folk. That was yeah. the same. My 10-year reunion, I think, was last year as well. And a lot of my friends from back home, they went. I didn't go. And I don't regret it. Like, I yeah. don't. There were so many people. It was like, oh, we rekindled with so-and-so. And I'm like, who? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Don't care. Like, I, wanna, I don't know. I want to go. <laughs> If we have one because of COVID, but just to kind of people watch, honestly, like that's why I want to go. That's what most of the people want to go for. But I was like, I don't even want to people watch. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm really bad. Sorry. Maybe I'm still being rebellious and maybe I'm, I'm totally just like, uh, being a hypocrite with what I just said right now, but I don't care. Like I don't care. No, I literally just want to go to people. Honestly, I want to go because I want to see my best friends because we don't live in the same place anymore. So that would be super fun just to like be with each other and like. But then let's Whatever. be honest, a lot of people, but people watching. Oh, but all the singles are totally going to mingle. Let's be honest. You I know, always like, said you I would bring know. Jordan though. I always said I would bring Jordan, my best friend in California. So I, I like, know, like, I think the, like several of the girlfriends, they were like all single too when they went. And I was like, I know everybody's going to see who's there or like oh, what, God, who's no. single and like who, you know, is, doesn't have a rock I mean, on their finger. like, yeah, to, why? Because in your case, it's like a bunch of people with like marriage and babies. Yeah. Bunch of babies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. None of my friends have babies. Like my cl- my friends from childhood. Yeah, babies. My Not friends from childhood, from childhood uh, don't have kids yet. Not from childhood, but I have about five, six friends. Yeah. 
from like college. I mean, like, yeah, that was a that was a wide statement. I have friends that have children, of course, but like my friends from childhood, like none of them have kids. Yeah, like the the couple friends I was telling you about that I've been friends with since I was little don't have kids. And I'm almost thirty. Yeah, I'm turning thirty in November. But right, and those people are literally. I mean, I remember people were having babies. Like, I feel like the second we graduated, people started popping out kids, and I was like, popping out kids. I remember there was a girl in my school who had like five abortions or something. What? Yeah, she was a dirty little hoe. <laughs> when she was like eighteen. Yeah, I don't know what she was. Sixteen, seventeen. I don't know. I mean, that was a rumor. Let's let's rewind. Oh, that was a rumor. Pretty sure it was true, but that was a rumor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I was, and I was now. A, I'm still like really, and like, I was in a private Catholic high school too. So like, dirty, dirty, one. dirty, dirty. There's always one. They would always like get the pen and like sneak weed in their pen or something. Like I don't even and know how they did that stuff. I didn't that even you like write with. Yeah, like people would like try to sneak it or like the stories. Like I've heard like not from my school particularly, but like I've heard people like, oh, I had sex on the elevator in school or something this and then is a I'm whole like, different topic and i'm like sorry i'm really thinking of one person that we had on our show by the way because she said it but um not on the show she said it in her show oh um, okay and i'm like i was like what i'm like when episode. how like how did that eat? like i think of my high school and i'm like there was a church in the back like <laughs> sorry had to go there that's there was a church classic, classic natasha yeah yeah, and one time, sorry, totally diverging here. We had to like wash each other's feet once because we were doing, yeah, guys. What? <laughs> okay, this is a different episode. We had to wash each other's feet because we did a religion class and it was it was mandatory because it was a Catholic school. And since like Jesus, what? Oh, you don't have Jesus. Um, she, <laughs> she has Moses, but we had to go one Moses! day the teacher was like we're gonna go into the chapel and we're gonna like each have to remove the shoes and the socks and like wash the person next to his feet and i was literally like mm, mm. like how is this like a mandatory Mom, you need to pick me up i don't feel good guys and then like i think like the year or two after like that guy was gone and he was like a like a francis or what are they called Catholic, you went to Catholic school, not I, I. He was like a Francis. What are they called? A like pope? with the no, not a oh, pope. No, pope. No, the Pope definitely didn't tell us to watch each other. Oh my god, we gotta end it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, the Pope. It is a wrap. <laughs> he is coming. The Pope is coming to meet me and Raquel from Rome. That was it. This is Millennial Girls Podcast. Raquel and Natasha here signing off. This is live news, but I can't yes, breathe. I just have to say, make sure to ring the bell on the YouTube so you can get notified every time that we release a new Subscribe episode. Subscribe on all platforms. Subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. iHeartRadio. Yes, we remember this time. We'll see, see you next you. time. Peace, we'll love, see you unicorns. The next one. Peace, love, and unicorns. Follow us on Instagram. Bye. Bye.